Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 11 of 42, a podcast where we talk about the failings of the late great human race. And as always, the co-host who I normally have a very witty intro for, but not today, is our good friend Ryan. How you doing, buddy? (laughs) I've been better, but I'm okay. How are you, Jacob? Uh, Not too bad. It's Monday, but... It is a Monday for all you out there. Yesterday was Easter, so schedules didn't accommodate, but it's all good. It's a short week for me, so today is my Tuesday, so I'm just trying to get through. Nice. Why is it a short week? You're taking Friday off for some reason? Yeah, we on Thursday night, we are heading down to Columbus, Ohio for the Major League Gaming Joint Dota Season 1 LAN Finals. Or the event with the longest name ever, one of the two. Yeah, that's a lot of words. <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah. Uh, so we're going to go down there. We, uh, With my last job, I traveled a lot, so I racked up a whole lot of hotel points. So nice. we're, we're able to stay for free. And oh. tickets to the event for three days were $35 a ticket. So we're just going to... It's, it's more of an excuse to go than it is the reason we're going. But yeah, we're going to go watch some of the best Dota players in the world. Uh, play Dota. Awesome. It's going to be weird going to a live video game tournament. I've actually never done anything like that. Um, well, when it comes to like, you know, the, the future kind of gaming modern day, like, like arenas. You know, yeah. yeah we've all been to them. Like, you know, all the land, the computers are all hooked up and people are talking right. shit, but you don't know why they're talking shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be crazy though. How many people are going to be there? Do you think? Like, how many? Uh, like, I think will be the, sitting there watching the. Um... I think the arena because they actually have their own arena there in Columbus. Major League Gaming has their own space. I want to say it's like three thousand people. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Oh yeah, and you know it's right there by Ohio State, so I'm sure we'll hit the bars one night and go party like college kids. And by that, I mean be home at 10.30. <laughs> <laughs> I that's still think funny. I could probably show those college kids a thing or two about drinking. But that's me. <laughs> Wait, which way? Which way? Do you, who's showing who? I, th- I think I could show, I show them a thing or two. I got age experience on my side. Yeah, and they got testosterone and fucking, <laughs> I don't know what they got on their side. But those kids can drink, man. So that, you could show them the way to actually enjoy it like a mature adult. It's like this is how you. But start... they'd be like, "No, let's just put it in a funnel. <laughs> let's just put it in a funnel. You'll just drink it. Just the whole. You're like it's scotch. That's fifty year old scotch. What are you doing? They're like bottles, six of them at a time. Yeah. Each one of you has something else to teach each other. I think. Yes, yes. Uh, so that'll be fun. Hopefully, it's not too bad of a drive, depending on depending on where you look. at somewhere between two to three hours. So, so it's like 30 miles away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to leave after work on Thursday and get there and hang out. And there's another podcast, a Dota so, podcast I listen to. You said hang out even. Go get drunk and have sex. <laughs> no, I mean, have, we do have a hotel. It's, kinda, it's like we're married and have we have to. a hotel. <laughs> Any excuse is good enough. Any excuse is good enough. Hell, we're a boy and a girl. That's a good enough excuse. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> hey, we're still at the point... Hopefully we never get to this point where we're just like, hey. You have 10 minutes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So we're just like, yeah. That's so it'll good be way. good. And we're there's a 
Dota podcast I like to listen to that they're going to be there. So we'll, you know, we're going to have a meet up. Nice. So that'd be fine. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's what's going on with me. You know, work is work. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. is Pittsburgh. It's actually, it's actually not cold. Yeah. It's warming up. Yeah. It was right around 70 today. Like legit kind of warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, which is weird. Because it has, I don't know if it's been that warm since I've moved here almost six ah, months ago. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. So was it a bad winter? So now that you've kind of gone all the way through it, does it, do winters suck as bad as us Southerners think? Uh, they're tough, but yeah. they're, they're one of those things that once you learn how to deal with it, they're not bad. And they kind of they kind of make you a little hardy. Yeah, teach you some respect well, for nature. The thing is, if, like if they had this weather in mm-hmm. Houston, the city would be shut down for two months. <laughs> but but we they have it all the time up here. So they have all the trucks, all the salt. You know they have they'll they'll drop a foot of snow and we won't. The kids will be two hours late getting to school, kind of thing. Like just don't keep you know they they'll 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 basically push the start of the day back two hours so the kids don't get frostbite at the, at the bus stop. Literally. <laughs> and so that's you know that's the difference. It's it's. Is the equipment really? They they just have everything. They they know how to deal with it here, and like in the south. That's absolutely true, dude. Have you? I mean, everybody's seen the memes though. But it's like they shut down. You know, the city shut down, and it's like uh, the grass is still green. Like there's just a white layer of powder on top of the grass, and it's like school shut down. And then the you know it says something like, "Oh, that's funny," and it'll be like uh, Wyoming, and it'll be like three or four feet. And then the next picture will be like, oh, yeah, keep talking, eh? And it'll just be white. <laughs> There's just nothing. It's just it's yeah. just Canada. It's funny. Oh, Three yeah. It's, it's, it's been a trip. I've never seen this much snow in my life. Really just continuous. Just yeah, there like, the was time. weeks where it snowed every day. Oh, it's so weird. It is weird. It, it's especially, Did you make a snowman? A little bit. For the most part, I was like, fuck this snow. Fuck this snow. You guys. Especially because I've got my night, my driveway. I So I'm at the bottom of it. Like, my my my, my property is sloped about like this. It's a, I have a nine degree sloped driveway. Right. That's hard to get up in the snow. So, mm-hmm. so we're out there with the salt and the shovels and the snowblower at 530 in the morning. Yeah, it was. It was it's still a, dark at 530 in the morning. Yes, it is. <laughs> Fuck that. So it didn't but, even snow this year. But once once we got used to it, you know, it wasn't bad. It's not it's not nearly as bad as those poor people out in Boston. They had 110 inches this winter, or something crazy like that. That's insane. It set the record. Like they find they set the record very late in the season to so be considered winter. Mm-hmm. They yeah, uh, it's like 110, 112 inches. Yeah, no fun down here either. I didn't enjoy the weather this year, but I mean, it's, you know, it's winter. Winters are it's, never really it's that Houston. fun. Let's just be honest. The weather in Houston <laughs> is just terrible. It sucks all the it time. It sucks. Yeah, you don't, you, y'all don't have 80. spring, mm-hmm. and the summers are just god awful. It's like brutal. It's like living in a sauna for six months. Yeah. You you okay? Fall like the it's three like days of fall yeah. aren't bad, and then winter is just wet and cold. It's like forty degrees and misty the entire winter. Which is three weeks. Yeah, I'd like to move. That's why I'm buying a house here. 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, oh man, I'm really glad my boss doesn't listen to this. I found a job I'm going to apply for. Yay. I've been at this job for five months, and I found the job I... You work for money, Jacob. Well, I do, but this is one of those jobs I saw. I'm like, oh, I have to, I have to apply for that. At least try. Why not? Uh, Uber has opened a facility <sighs> here in Pittsburgh, oh, and cool. they are looking for someone with my very unique skill set. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yeah, oh. they are, and they'll pay me a ton. Hopefully yeah, because they're up and coming. That'd be cool. Oh, their new, their their newest evaluation was. Forty-one billion. Their 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 valuation puts them at forty-one billion dollars. You know what? I've heard some rumblings towards the future with Uber. You know what? They're um. You know who's the most afraid of Uber? Besides, hmm. I mean, the people they've already killed, the taxis, of course. Who's that? But do you know who's next in line to be the most afraid? Who? The last mile delivery guys. UPS and FedEx are going to get destroyed by Uber. Oh no, huh? No, last mile would save FedEx if they if if, if they can do it cheaper. Because I because here's you something. think FedEx will just ship all their part all their. Well, what? no. Well, no, because okay, th- this is the, the 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 key difference between FedEx and UPS for anyone out there who is mildly interested. UPS they own all their trucks, they employ all their drivers. FedEx does not. The person who if you get a FedEx package delivered to you, that person does not work for FedEx. They work for themselves or another company. FedEx goes to contractors and says, look, we're going to pay you this amount of money for this route. You can drive it or not. And that's how you do it. So like, if you ever wanted to change careers, you could go buy up a couple FedEx routes, get a truck, and drive FedEx instead of your job. Really interesting. There, there's one guy up here who he, him, and a friend started out with two routes, and now they own every route in Western Pennsylvania. That's and America. He doesn't even drive anymore. He has well, of course, he not. has like ten drivers or fifteen or whatever drivers under him, making millions of dollars a year. But now for Fe- for FedEx especially, uh, they would love if they if they were cheaper than what they were doing, they would fire all their contractors. There's like, well, look forward in the future. <laughs> That's why um, if you ever get stuff on Amazon, it'll be shipped by UPS, but delivered by the United States Postal Service. Have you seen that? Uh, ha- it happened a lot. I in- don't pay attention enough, you know. Mm. It happened a lot in- when I was living in Oklahoma, but that's why, because last mile is the most expensive part of that trip. Uber is going to take care of it. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. But the, that will be interesting. It will uh, be interesting if they could ever come up with an Uber food delivery service. There's get Sonic for you. No, they're doing it. They're, they're, well, not get, Uber know. isn't doing it, but there's a couple startups there. Well, yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. Like that type of technology. I want to say technology, but it's like a tool. You know, like Uber is a new kind of crowdsourced technology right. taxi tool. That's what this is. It's kind of a technology. I wonder if that type of technology is going to be implemented in other services. Yeah, their facility here in Pittsburgh is, is uh, for developing self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, have like a self-driving future. Uber. You just call it. And it comes you don't own the car. Yeah, but there's a lot of people calling for a future where you don't own your car. A lot of car sharing where it's mostly Uber 
if you're not using your car specifically for a task like moving farm equipment or you know motorcycles or tools or whatever you know what i mean well, if, if you just if use you your car in the for right transportation place, mm-hmm. if you live in the right place that'd be great right if you live anywhere on the eastern seaboard that probably works i don't know if that works in houston or another big western southern city because they're just so spread out but you know anything if it takes over this the way it works though if like every car is a if most of the cars that are just transporta- transporting people if they're just um if that's how most of the people are doing it then that there would always be a car around right i'm car just saying just it's not cost off. effective for that those kind of distances because you need one car mm-hmm. for every person almost because especially right, right, if right, you're commuting right. 30 miles a day, that's tying up the resource for a very long time. But if it's self-driving cars, then traffic's going to go away and the commutes will become a lot less time. God, I would hope so. Well, they would have to. There would be no ego. Well, if, the, if everyone obeyed the rules and merged and flowed correctly, yes, things would... It but what if you really did it with the what if you did it with the computers that could communicate with each other? Well, that's what I'm saying. Then you is, could do it within a couple feet at freeway speed. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, you can merge, and no one cuts someone off and causes a wreck or an accordion effect. Right, mm-hmm. and so yeah, if if the self or you could even could, have you could even have sophisticated software like an emergent like um, intelligent software system that runs across all of the network at once. So if somebody, if some type of incident does happen and cause the accordion effect, it's all absorbed by the traffic for the next mile instead of, you know, backing up like we do as humans. Right. Well, back up, you you, know, yes, just... you could instantly reroute and. And yeah. then and then the roadways become what six seven lanes instead of four lanes. You because could the, the, because only when you're passing somebody does it need to be four lanes. Otherwise, you could just have you know. It could just be open traffic. You know, just kind of flowing more like water particles through a tube. Mm-hmm. Traffic could move a lot more smoothly, There's especially a- at stop signs. Hmm? Right? There would be no reason for stop signs at four ways. The cars would just space themselves out apart, knowing where they're all going. Yeah. That's assuming that the whole system is communicating with itself. Right, and that's a bad, probably a bad assumption. It's just not there right now. The mm. well. Mm-hmm. You would need interconnectivity at the millisecond level that just isn't there right now. Not necessarily. The cars would take care of the millisecond driving, like for right now, of the car. But the the networking could be done just from like a um, like a piggyback system. If one car can communicate to one car and then it can communicate to the car in front of it, that's good enough. I mean, it wouldn't have to be like six or seven cars deep that were like my car's communicating with Tomball. It would just need to communicate with the car nearest it. You know, just almost like a Bitcoin system where as long as it, if it's close enough to the node, it's on the system. It could be separated from it and then brought back to the system. You know, just some type of... Yeah. Uh, But probably because all the car companies are ran by different companies, like Volvo runs Volvo and Chevy runs Chevy, they probably won't communicate like that. You know, Volvo would be really safe around other Volvos. Well, <laughs> unless it's a government standard, which it'll have to be. If it's, it's right, coming if, it's if it is a self-driving car, it's going to have to work this way. Period. Right. And that's the only safe way to do it. You could probably. Well, you've do- heard that Tesla is going to release an update for the cars that you already own, where you're just going to be an autopilot from San Diego to 
Yeah, that I've seen that too. That looks really cool. Where were they saying San Diego to L.A. or whatever it was? Elon Musk, man, that dude's crazy. He's, yeah, what is he? Is he's Iron Man, right? He's well, the, the life mon- Iron Man. Uh, he was a co-founder of Amazon. So that's mm-hmm. where his money came from, and he's doing SpaceX, mm-hmm. Tesla. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? He's doing a couple other big things, but those are the two big ones right now. Uh, he he's working. I he was also in. He's working involved in an internet company besides the besides. Uh, well, he's involved in a ton of companies, but I'm right, thinking but I thought of, it was like something huge. I thought it was like Amazon and like PayPal or something. Wasn't it? A, is he part of PayPal? I can't remember, but I, I thought remember. it was two major. You're like, holy shit! He got lucky on two of those. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, and then you have. Uh, he's also working on like libertarian based cities that are out in international waters that are man-made island cities. Seasteads. Um, cool. How much is he worth? Is he like a billionaire, right? Oh, easy. Billions yeah. and billions. So when people are freaking out because this company is losing millions of dollars, it's like not that big a deal to him? Uh, I mean, millions or is his of personal Is his personal wealth compare, anything compared to like corporate wealth? Can you compare the two? Uh, his personal wealth. He's mm-hmm. his. According to Google, he is worth eleven point nine billion. So he could run a deficit of, you know, like a couple hundred million dollars for years, and it's no big deal to him, right? Uh, I wouldn't say that, but uh, he could easily run millions of dollars a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Or does his companies make money? Like, is Tesla making money? Uh, Tesla is making money, or it's really close right now. Um, they they're right on that edge, I think. Okay. Did you hear about the West Virginia, the Senate president? They're going to ban sales in West Virginia. Direct sales. That's that's kind of common right now. Uh, there are old laws, but he, he, here's Elon Musk. It would only take one tenth of his personal net worth to buy Coca Cola. He could what? buy. He could. The market cap for Coca Cola bottling consolidated. Uh huh. Which means the value of every share outstanding. Right, right, right. Is because it's a publicly traded company. dollars. So he could buy. He could buy Coke. He could buy Coke tomorrow. Without even thinking about it, that doesn't make sense. Doesn't uh, doesn't like the guy who owns Coke worth more than Elon Musk? Oh, or is Elon Musk just really rich? He's he's worth eleven or twelve billion dollars, which is a good amount of money, but it's not. But I mean, when I so the market cap for Coke is every share outstanding times mm-hmm. its market price, right? And there's fifty eight percent of Coke is not owned by Coke. It's owned by other people. So he could go buy that 58% and own Coke. Mm, that's insane. That's insane. So Bill Gates could really move some weight around then with his money. Oh, yeah, because he's worth, according to this, he's worth uh, $79.3 billion. $79.3 billion. Is that enough money to save the planet? Oh, no. Like, oh, God, can you, no. Can you, go to the, can you go to the moon with that kind of money? You go to the moon with that kind of money. If he spent all of that money on like 
one of those save the race technologies? Would it be enough to do it? Like, could he start a company that goes to the moon and mines hydrogen three, and we run fusion reactors down here? Like, is that enough money to do that kind of thing? You would think so. That's weird. It would be weird to have that kind of power. Could he buy countries? Like, are there Yo, countries worth yes. less than that? Oh, absolutely. That's weird. That's so weird that one person has that kind of cash. That's so much fucking money. It is. What would you do with that kind of cash? I mean, it, I, mean I would probably do what he's doing, giving it mostly away. Hmm. I would do it a little more like Elon Musk. I would try to send us to Mars and create, you know, the the next net net 2.0 or something, you know, like virtual reality internet or something. I don't know. I would just do something crazy, right? Wouldn't you want to? Like, Oh, absolutely. Okay, so here... I would trust somebody else to spend my money. I made it. I'm a badass. I can come up with some creative ways to spend it, right? Uh, yes. Let's... I would rather Elon Musk spend his money than him give it to some char- charitable organization that's ran by politics and who knows how the president got to where he got you know that's just somebody trying to spend somebody else's money that's all he is mm. you need somebody like elon musk who's spending his own cash making badass cars that are self-driving you know cool shit like that okay uh costa rica is worth 64 billion dollars so, so he could buy Costa Rica and have 15 billion left over and still Holy be worth it still be worth more than Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you were cu- <laughs> if you were curious. <laughs> like, I I couldn't imagine cuz at that point I mean, just interest alone on that is more than all is more money than I'll ever see in my entire life. I wonder if they make bills big enough that if he had a stack of them, could he give them away quick enough? No. Like if they made it, like, do they make like a thousand dollar bill? I know for a while they're making five thousand dollar bills, but I don't think that's a, the case anymore. Five thousand dollar bills. So, if you, so let's just say, if it once was legal tender, it still is. If he had a stack of five thousand dollar bills, could he just like make it rain? Just you know what I mean. Oh, Faster than he makes here, it. Let, let me. I'll do the math. I'm not Jacob does the math. It's going to be a section. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, Jacob does math. Eighty-three. You do it like your dad? Can you do it in your head really? Oh easy? no. Your dad scares me. Oh, he's it's like. Do you have a demon that lives in your head that tells you the answers to math problems? Uh, let's see. Billions. Okay, equals this divided by five thousand. If if you had a five thousand dollar bill, you would be mm-hmm. fifteen point eight million bills. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, he couldn't give it away fast enough because he couldn't give that pile away, much less the pile of money that would be making on interest, you know, the extra money they'd be adding on to that pile. The five five percent five percent interest. If you could get five percent interest on the whole thing, it's almost four billion a year. So how many is four billion? How many cards how many bills would he have to throw to throw away five billion or four billion? Four billion? Just to get rid of the interest a year. 
$800,000, bills. Divide that by, t- by 365. So how many would have to give away a day? Okay, so we're going to do $100 bills because that's a denomination everyone knows. He'd have to give away, so he'd have 39.5 million $100 bills just to get rid of the interest. And he that could just stand on top of the Empire State Building with $108, a... $108,000 bills a day just to get rid of the interest. Holy shit. You could just stand on the Empire State Building and just blow them off. Yeah. And just cover New York bill in hundred dollar bills. Let's see. That's awesome. Yeah, seven hundred and ninety million hundred dollar bills. And that's mostly off of Microsoft and the operating system of mm-hmm. Windows? That's supplying the, the world with personal computers. Yes. The that's software to run the commercial. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the great thing. Like that's the big and, and I don't know why people ever tried to have this debate between Apple and Microsoft because they're completely mm-hmm. different companies. You know, because Bill Gates looked at the world and said, you know what? I don't have to build the damn computer. I can just put my software on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Apple just wants to build a computer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just a different philosophy. I heard that um, Steve Jobs didn't wear his oxygen mask when he was dying because he didn't like the design of it. The ergonomics of the oxygen mask was too <laughs> shitty. He was that kind of guy. He was just like, you know. But that's also because, that's also why his phones, like the first iPhone and stuff, like the design of it was so, it was like from the future. It was just so goddamn slick. It, it was. So visionary. It was unbelievable. Huh? No one it was had... more slick and badass than anything Star Trek ever had. Because if you remember on Star Trek, they had screens and keypads. It wasn't an interactive thing where they were pinching and zooming on the... You know what I mean? If Seven of Nine did something, she clicked on a thing and then the screen zoomed in and showed it. Or they told the computer with a voice command. It's nothing like the future that he brought where you swipe and you pull and you... Because not even just the touch screen is that innovative, innovative. But it was the whole gestures that came along with it where, you know, five fingers do one thing and four fingers across do another and the two fingers can pinch and then rotate and then zoom and really yeah. bringing that interactiveness to the future was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we had it or have it now. Yeah, what's really bad is when you try to zoom in on a map, that's paper. Mm-hmm. Or a picture. I've like never tried to do a picture, but I've tried to do a map. Or, well, you know, okay, so I use Am- uh, Android, mm-hmm. and it's so not pinch to zoom. It's double tap. Like, you can double tap on stuff. Like, pinch to zoom does work, but, like, double tapping will bring up, will pinch to zoom, like, you know, about what you normally do, wherever your thumb double tapped. Right. So I've gotten used to just double tapping on the screen when I want to look at something more specific. And that is such an easy, non-specific habit because it only takes one finger, and it can be done so... Um, I guess uh, subconsciously, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just want to look closer at that. That I just double click on pictures all the fucking time, dude. <laughs> all the time. If I'm looking at pictures or I'm looking at work, like on plans, I'll just double click, and it's like, oh no, I have to move my physically move my head closer to zoom this in. It's yeah. well, it was really bad. If someone I knew had printed out a a Google Map, mm. and so it had all the stuff around the edges, and 
right. I seriously four right. or five times <laughs> on that trip. Not just like once, oh my god, I'm stupid. Like four or five times, like trying to flick that shit open and it wouldn't go. <laughs> or when you're dealing with something that has the X printed on it, like a picture of the industry, you're like, okay, I'll just close that. And it's like it won't close. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's funny. I wonder how often other people do that. You should send us an email, listeners. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, what's funny is like we're right at that perfect age where we can remember before the internet, the dawn of the internet, internet 2.0, and then mm-hmm. what happened after smartphones. Right. Because if you really look at it, the internet really changed with the smartphone. Like that's yes. what really, really did it was the smartphone because it just put so many people online and things had to be optimized. Now they don't have to be because of, you know, internet speeds. I mean, depending on where you are, you can get 50 megabits a second through LTE. Yes. And you can fly. Mm-hmm. And what's really weird about it wasn't just, well, I guess it's a bunch of things, but I guess it's the fact that everybody had to have one because it became cool and so everything became optimized for it so it kind of adopted where you had to adopt it and then the fact that you were on all the time not just when you got home in the mornings or when you before you went to work or at work you know because some people were using the internet at work but now it's like you stop at a stoplight and you're on the internet you know that's what really brought the internet like to the front of the consciousness of humans like we use it it's What's really weird is when you get the smartwatch. It's been an interesting transition because, listener, I guess I've talked about it on the podcast. I, I got a Pebble, which is the original smartwatch. Well, right. Original. New original. Right. <laughs> you know, like the old ones with the calculators and the games on I do. I do. <laughs> or the Always ones that have those one. stupid, like, little tiger LED games in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've forgotten about those. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I remember those for sure. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been interesting because uh, like every it's been nice because I don't miss any notifications now because it buzzes. It'll buzz when you get a notification, so you can just look down at your watch and like read your text message. Or read. But does it work that way? You can actually read the text. Oh yeah, here I'll be right back. I'll go grab it. I'll show you. Okay, I'll talk to the nice folks about. I have no idea. That's really weird to be put on the spot like that and just be left to yourself. I've done it to him, but he has music that we have to play, so I guess I'll sing a song. Da 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 okay, that's silly. Um apparently I am not any good at singing. I mean I already knew that, but now, now y'all know it. Oh, he's back. Oh, right, thank God. I'm getting some help from the missus. Oh, yay. My missus was supposed to bring me a drink, but she doesn't love me. So this is this is my Don't tell her something. You can see you can see there's the there's the text zoom fix something uh i can yeah it's not great with the, the camera but then i can click here hit uh-huh. reply and i can oh, wow, you there's all these templates that i can oh awesome and I, there's all these little apps in it um so you have different watch faces nice you can download different apps yes and like this right here is my jawbone app. It's uh, like pedometer. So that big number down there is how many steps I've taken today. 
It also has, you know, simple apps. Like, you got your stopwatch app, which is pretty standard, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pairs your phone. And there's an app on your phone that it lets you uh, download things and right. transfer mm-hmm. them. That's a pretty slick app. You know, it looks pretty good. Oh, it does look good. I haven't fully explored it. Um, it's not as functional as some of like the like Google Watches, but it's also a lot cheaper. Yeah, I was I was waiting a few generations on the smartwatches to kind of see where they panned out. Well, I'm not sure. I was really hoping the Google Glass thing with the big visor across the, you know, your face where your just whole reality become augmented reality was going to be a thing. I don't care how goofy I look. I look like something out of like Star Trek's and version of the future. I really thought about Biden when when they went up to public sale. Uh huh. For eleven hundred, I want wanted. I wanted one so bad. I uh, I saw an article today. I don't remember where, but it was. Most people believe that augmented reality, like the Google Glass, will start cutting majorly into cell phone sales by 2020. That'd be awesome. I would love to live in a semi-virtual reality where you have this, you know, but I'm okay with like a full-blown visor, you know, that covers almost like ski goggles, you know, Mm -hmm. like Master Chief, like full-blown heads-up display. You know, Um, when you talk to somebody, it shows you their Yelp review. Anybody (laughs) that interacts with you can give you stars. So you can walk by somebody and be like, oh, he's a one star. Oh, that dude's a five star, but he's pretty fucking cool. You know, little tidbits. It's like, this guy has great weed. There's you know, a, stay away from this guy. He's a cop. There's an episode in Community all about that. Like, being able to rate people and always know what their rating is and how the ratings become currency. <laughs> it's going to be a thing, man. You're going to have an augmented reality ski goggles like Master Chief. It's going to show you how much ammo you got left in your clip. It's going to do all kinds of cool shit, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, saw, I, I sent you the articles on Ars, Tech, Ars Technica. Right. And it, it was the God. I can't remember the name of it. I have my phone. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. But it's um, Elite Dangerous, which you can actually get on Steam right now. But did you did you like look at the? the I video? looked at the article, but I was driving when you sent it to me, and I barely well, got home. The thing about it is. Uh, a, it's gorgeous, and B, it's right now they're developing it on the Oculus Rift as well. So it's mm-hmm. a space fighter simulation where you're, you know, full. Right. It's mm-hmm. the first time I've gone. I've looked at a VR product and gone, yes, yes, give it to me now, give it to me now. You know how much the Oculus Rift is? How much? Three fifty. That's about right. Three hundred and fifty bucks, and go buy an Oculus Rift right now. But it's it. the uh, development two kit. It's yeah. not the production kit yet. Yeah, I'll I'll wait for Valve. I trust Valve more, <sighs> more than just about anyone. I'm just on the afraid that the games are going to be already like Oculus Rift, you know, optimized, and nobody's going to optimize for VR. Like it, it's just like I hope one of them doesn't have to win out. I hope that if a game's optimized for VR, it'll just be all VR. Whatever set you want, you got to use will just automatically work. Yeah, that's that's Hopefully. the nice thing about like having something like Windows, is every game will run inside of it, and so. But Valve has been, I mean, Valve doesn't seem to be the kind of company that wants to be super exclusive. No, I mean, they're they real sell cool tons of people's of games. Mm-hmm. The only reason they don't sell games is because the people who make the games won't sell on Steam. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you exactly use right. like EA's origin, I don't use it. Oh, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's worse than terrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's whatever the bad word is. And Ubisoft's is terrible. It's even worse. The it's, you playing? Oh, it's oh yeah. Oh, Kelly was in the middle, like probably ten Assassin's to fifteen Creed. hours in Assassin's Creed Unity, and it crashed on her. And what happened is the cloud saving, which is an automatic option, instead of having to turn it on, you have to turn it, it off. off. She lost it all. Corrupted everything in the cloud. 15 hours gone. She hasn't touched it again. She really wants to, but when you're that deep in, it's hard to get yourself back up to get, get all the way there. It is. Especially it you know at our, at our age, we can't sit down and play for 10 hours straight. It's days. Well, that's, yeah, it's two weeks. or three weeks investment worth of you know, playing. Oh, oh, she was so pissed. Woman, hell have no fury, like a woman <laughs> like, scorned. She emailed them, cursed them out, and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. She was mad. Oh, this is this is just a little tidbit about my wife. You will never hear anyone curse more than my wife playing a competitive video game. It is motherfucker. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, it's it's it's. It's so... This little cunt liquor motherfucker over here can't play a fucking goddamn game to save his fucking bullshit life, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's so over the top. It's hilarious. <laughs> just sitting here play, like, playing Dota beside her. She's like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> For the most part, she doesn't curse very much. But once you get her playing, <laughs> especially a competitive video game, if it's, you know, Bioshock or whatever, she doesn't care. Yeah, but give her two beers and give her a game of Dota. Oh, no. And it's on. Somebody's getting called something. <laughs> He's like, I don't even say, I don't even talk. I just think, I just tell her, like, maybe it's okay. It's just a game. <laughs> She's like, ah. And you're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks at you and your her eyes go straight through your chest and you're like okay right, right love- fuck them baby fuck them i don't <laughs> that's funny uh, oh back we used to play team fortress 2 together i think she was worse with team fortress because you can actually shoot people <laughs> <laughs> she got a little into it huh She's- oh yeah well, that's say that's- hello to my little friend <laughs> that's her games. Like th- she's she loves FPSs. That's that's her bread and butter when it comes really? to video. Yeah, mm-hmm. played all the Halos. Um, well, FPSs and Pokemon because you know she's a girl. Like it's like a right girls have to love Pokemon. It's just how it is. Is it? Mm-hmm. I heard all nerds had to love it. I've never yeah. played it. Never even given it a chance. It might be fun, but it's, never given it a chance. It's like a bad Zelda. That can still be pretty good. That's like bad pizza. <laughs> I I heard something I actually played with a little bit. Is All you have to do to beat Pokemon is hold up and just keep clicking A and you'll beat the game. Ha. <laughs> I wonder if that would actually work. Damn. My dinner's here. Just yeah. worry. I'll just keep it. I'll leave it, leave it later. I want the drink though. Ask for that forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, I've bought her a couple Pokemon games since we've been together. Now, do you have a? Do you do any like Nintendo handhelds, like 3DS or anything like that? I bought my son one 
Have you got? And then I ended up playing it more than he did. But it has since been retired, I think. Yeah. The oh, Majora's. No. It was it was um. It was, it was redone, but time. Ocarina of Time. Yes. Have you seen it was done that? Done in 3D. Mm-hmm. I owned it. I oh, have it's it. It's gorgeous. It's it's incredible. It's crazy, and the 3D fucking works. It is weird. It's almost like you're looking into a hologram. I don't know how to explain it because you're holding it. And if you move your head to the left, you can look around corners. You know, like if you, you know, like it, it's, it's uh, fucking. See, that's what I want. Incredible. Uh, that's, that's the, that's the kind of gaming I want where I can do this. You know, like, look around. Yeah, cheat it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't wait for, oh. So I've, I've been really into this video game recently called iRacing. Mm-hmm. I was meant and to ask you about that. Oh my god. If you have any inclination that you enjoy driving a car quickly and you want to race, this triggers all of those buttons, dude. So the thing about iRacing is it's a online race car simulator, right? So it's try they try to be as to real life as I guess they can be without actual gravity. Right, they're they, they're not the best but they're pretty good i mean it's you know it's pretty close it's pretty close it's how would you compare it to like a gt game like gran turismo 6 whatever is the most recent one or like um or like fours of five sure whatever they're both the same so they have a different approximation on reality but their picture of reality is about the same clear uh fuzziness Right, so this one gets the colors a little better, but this one has the contrast off a little, you okay. know. So they're they're both, but they're about comparable. So it is that good. If you can drive really well in iRacing, you can drive really well in real life. You know, it translates okay. pretty freaking clear. But the awesome part about iRacing, and I guess the setback to iRacing. Okay, so I guess okay. it has you know it's a, this is a coin. It's nine dollars a month. Right. You don't just buy the game for fifty bucks. The other coin is there's no AI. You cannot race against a computer in this game. Any car that you see in iRacing is another per human being. So it's like a World of Warcraft for racers. And it has a really aggressive licensing system. So you have to have a, your I rating, which is your iRacing rating, like how good you are at winning and what, how fast you can go around the tracks. It keeps all of that in track. And then you also have a safety rating. And the game is very hardcore about, like, if you drive off the track, that's one point against your safety rating. If you lose control of your car and the back end comes around the front end, that's two points off. If you wreck into another car, that's four points. You can only get 17 per race and you get kicked out. And your safety rating has to be above a four before you can even race in C class, B class, A class, and then, you know, eventually pro league. So the game is real... Once you get past rookies and you're actually driving with people that worry about their safety rating and worry about it, it's not just dive bombing and bouncing off the guy and you know going on. There's damage simulation, so if you do wreck, you have to go to the pits and it wastes minutes. And it's, it's just intense if you really enjoy racing. you know. And because it's that $9 a month like World of Warcraft, the servers are amazing. 
there's the cars don't blink in and out like they're you know, you know if you're within an inch of the car he's right there and if he breaks it and he you know there's not a lot of lag like you would have to deal with like in first person shooters or even uh low supported internet games you right. know what i mean mm-hmm. right so it's i highly fucking recommend that game dude i've been into it i don't even know why i started talking about it why did i start talking about everything <laughs> we're talking about video games i don't know <laughs> oh well anyway that's what i've been into lately and holy shit dude what a good game yeah as for me it's 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 still dota um i don't know that's this is an addiction that's that. gotten deep i i've i have I've played very few games that have held my attention like this. Because like, going I, on vacation because of this game. Yeah. yeah kind yeah. of half excuse, half you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I this weekend I've been meaning to learn some new characters. <gasps> I'm but, sorry. Your characters. Remember, okay. I remember why we started talking about iRacing. Okay. You were telling me about the game that you saw in VR. And you were talking about how pretty it was. Oh, right, right. And I told you, well, no, I haven't seen that, but I had, I did watch a video about this iRacing that I've been playing, and then you asked me about it, and I explained it to you. Hmm. But the video that I saw was a demonstration of um, the Oculus Rift 2 development kit, and he's sitting in the, the cockpit of the car, right? So as he's talking, and he's looking around, and, he, and the, the, oh, my God, dude, it's so beautiful, so... Anyway, if you want to talk about the the game originally as you're talking about, or if you want to go back to the <laughs> the uh, character development that you really started to work on. Well, yeah, well, I want to touch a little bit on VR because I was thinking about this while you're talking. You know, a game I want to see just in perfect, beautiful, high definition virtual reality. Wait, let me guess. What was the game with the girls and the volleyball on the beach? <laughs> Not Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. But Dead no. or Alive Beach Volleyball. That one? Is that no, what no, no, oh. no, no. Think about it. Think about it. Come on. You can get Okay, so one. a real guess? A real guess? A real guess. It's an old game. Is it Pod Racer? No. Oh. That would be cool, but no. Oh, you want to fly like X-Wings and TIE Fighters? Uh, also, no. Close, <gasps> but well, not really close, but would still be awesome. I don't know. What is it? I want to go to Mist. Oh, oh, that would be so. Could you imagine, like, you would just be able to like go and play it together inside and walk around, and especially you know, full three D. That's it. That wins, man. That would be epic. That would be epic. That would be so cool to play Mist and Riven again. Oh, or not even again, just. A new version of them. Ooh, that would be fun. Even if, yeah, like you were saying, if you could have another person to go with you. Oh, what a great idea! Yeah, I, I really thought about doing the mist online for a while, but I never did. I looked into it. It just. Yeah, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't fit the idea of the game. Right, and that's that's the thing. Is it? One it, of the it, things about the game was the ambiance. Was the world that that being like. What? I'm here alone? And What's was, going on? Especially the first mess where there was no one <laughs> except for the fuckers in the books that were super creepy. It was the first time a game creeped me out. It was I think it was like nine. Yeah. And and it creeped you out just because you were walking around in the woods by yourself. And, and you, you hear felt the like noises you were fucking by yourself. 
And of course, you have your terrible headphones on, but they, you know, at the time you thought they were awesome, but yeah. they were terrible. But yeah. like, you could hear the little chirp in the back. And like, oh God! I remember the wind in the mist. Mm-hmm. You know that that. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great game, dude! What a great game. That was one of those games that really incorporated like sound design. Oh yeah. To really in, to help with the creepiness mm-hmm. factor and stuff, you know. Or even some of the puzzles were sound-based. Right, the whole the rocket ship world was all sound-based. I quit playing that game twice because of that fucking world. Yeah, that's the only one I couldn't be without help. I didn't understand that it was... Um, I think you had to tell me. I don't think I ever beat it. I think you had to explain to me how to beat it. That each time... You had to listen. Like The, the spring sound means go backwards. And the yeah. doing means go left. And the... Uh, fuck you... Fuck that. Yeah. Great game, though. Highly recommend oh, that one. Yeah, if y'all haven't played it, it's cheap on Steam. Uh, it's so good. And don't, I never don't play, beat Riven. Don't play the Masterpiece Edition. Play the original. Yeah, play the original. The original is prettier. It's slower. It's a bit more cumbersome, but it's so good. It's oh, so good. It's still good. good. Yeah, it used, like, I guess it was Flash-based kind of animation or something. Yeah, it was like, more like stills. Like fast, yeah, like we click, file. click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and a buddy, I went over to his house. I took my actually laptop I'm podcasting on right now because I just bought him on Steam. We hooked it up to the TV like two thirty in the afternoon and beat Riven and missed and Riven back to back in one night. Wow, I never could beat Riven. Riven's tough. I never. Oh, it's just the one puzzle. I never could figure out the puzzle with the the five pillars that go uh-huh. up and down with the animals. I couldn't do it either. Like my friend could, and that's yeah. That's actually, if you know what you're doing, the game doesn't take very long to get through. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just five hours. little pillars that you got to click on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so good, and I never played Uru. I don't know why. I think at that point I was just kind of done with them. But yep. so good. Yeah. Oh, that's one of those great games for me. Just. Top tenor. That's a top tenor for me. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be great to play that in virtual reality. You know, something like Call of Duty would be cool if they had like a gun controller that you brought up and it brought it up for you and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the future, right? Yeah. I mean, that is the future, yeah. Okay, so this is... How... Go ahead. Well, go how ahead. awesome would Dota be if you could go into first person and play first See? person virtual reality Dota? It would be. T- it would be. It's just a different kind of game. Like it would be cool, but so much of Dota is away from the character. Like th- being able to see the map. Maybe if you could always see the map and stuff, and like have a HUD with a map going, so you can always see the map. And hmm, I wonder what the best way to to incorporate a Dota style game into virtual reality would it give you God mode head where you could just look around the map, you know, or so. You can look at what you're dealing with, but instead of like having to click, you could just look down the lane. You know, like you're actually kind of hovering above the whole world. I don't right. know. That'd be interesting. Uh, the the Dota podcast I like to listen to. They were talking about and like how cool it would be if you could do sort of an augmented reality and put the map on like your coffee table, and so all of you are sitting around the map playing oh, your character on the coffee shit. table. Shit, that would be cool. That would be fun. Could you do that with the uh, that Microsoft hologram holographic thing they're talking about? You would building. 
You would think so. I, I don't know. Awesome. I don't know enough about it. I've just seen that one tech demo that we showed. Oh, God, was that podcast number two, one, or one? Yeah, mm-hmm. two or way one. Way back yeah. and way back. Yeah, and yeah. And the before time, the long before long we were even a real podcast. <laughs> we're official now. We are episode official. eleven. <laughs> oh, we sat down this weekend, and I finally got Kelly to watch. This is Spinal Tap. <laughs> it goes to 11. I mean, this one goes to 11. But hey, why don't you just make it 10? But this one, if we just need that little bit extra, we just turn it out to 11. Yeah, but, <laughs> but couldn't you just have an amp that goes to 10 that's the same loud as one that goes to 11? But this is like, yeah. This one goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many tropes in that movie that got started in that movie. Like the that person don't always don't realize yeah. uh, that they don't even realize that's where the it came from. Mm-hmm. Like they're huge in Japan. That's, that's this is Spinal Tap. The drummer always dying. They go through a drum. Like every time you see the drummer, it's a different drummer. <laughs> it's a classic. If you if you guys have not seen it, it's just a classic. It's a classic, and it's even it's even old for us. Oh yeah, it came out in like eighty seven, eighty eight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe eighty nine. It's so don't think it's just because we're old men or something that we're no, recommending. No, this. no, no, no. Oh, we it's, were, it's just classic. Oh, 84. It, it's like recommending the Beatles. It's older than you are, Ryan. Damn it. Wait, how old are you? You're Wait. barely older than it? Uh, Well, it came out in 84, so it might be older than me. Uh, let's see if I can find the release date. I know it's older than you, but it may not be older than me. <gasps> oh, damn. March second. Yep, it's older than I am. <laughs> so yeah, it's an old movie, but it's well, we're totally still worth it. it. It's it's, it's, on, it's early Rob Reiner before he got weird. You know, Rob Reiner, for those who don't know, did Princess Bride, which I guess that's maybe a dated reference for people too. I don't know. With the way the internet is, it, if you're 25, with the way the internet is, you may not have seen the Princess Bride, but you've basically seen the entire Princess Bride in gift form <laughs> at some point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is true. Didn't you really enjoy that movie? Oh, it's a great movie. I mean, it's a classic 80s. Uh, I've never just, seen it. I have no oh. idea what it even is about. Oh, it's this over-the-top fantasy love story that's just... And it's supposed is to it be... Is it a comedy on purpose? Yes. Okay. Is it kind of like the over-the-top Mike Myers kind of comedy on purpose? Um, like the airplane? Some of it. Some of it is. Just but some of it's overboard. very understated. It's, it's a very big mix of just good cliches and yeah uh you know poking fun at the genre the whole making fun of itself and right mm -hmm. like the rats of unusual size and you know it's it's and i think part of it's supposed to be like pilgrim's progress where he has to go through the pit of despair and the flaming whatevers (laughs) you know it's also another movie that if you haven't seen it, that comes from that kind of genre that you need to see just to complete your life is um, Mighty Python Search for the Holy Grail. Oh, absolute classic. Mm-hmm, absolute classic. Different- and I don't even blame you if you can't get through the whole thing on the first sitting. Oh, no. <laughs> but you got to get through it. <laughs> the f- it's, it's much more of a first half movie. The second half kind of draws. Yeah. Uh, but if, no, what you do... And this, I don't actually, I don't recommend this, but I'm going to tell you what you do anyway. 
Play the Monty Python drinking game. Oh, yeah? Every time they say grail, you take a sip. Smashed, huh? You go through like 12 beers. It's terrible. (laughs) 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 Sounds pretty good, dude. At the end of it, you're just crying. You're like, no, God, don't say it again. Don't say it again. Don't say it again. (laughs) Whatever you do. Okay, so it's one night. Hanging out with some friends, and we decided for whatever reason, I don't know why, that we were going to play a drinking game with South Park. And so there's this episode, um, God, it's got to be about season 14 or so, 13 or 14, mm-hmm. where yeah. uh, Cartman wants to be a uh, race car driver, but or a NASCAR driver, but he's too <laughs> smart. So he's trying to make himself poor and stupid enough to be a race car driver. He's too smart. He's too smart and too rich. Oh, so he has to that's be... funny. Right. And so and the entire thing is like they're talking to you know Danica Patrick and she's talking about how like grip coefficients and all this stuff. But we just because the he gets sponsored by Vagisil. And so we decided that every time they said Vagisil, you had to drink. Uh, I went through four beers in 20 minutes. They said Vagisil so many times. <laughs> yeah, you're probably taking pretty good chug, though. Uh, you don't mind your beer. I don't, but that was nasty beer. Oh, man. <laughs> Just flowing tonight. Hmm? So this is what happens when we don't have a script. Oh, I remember. I Okay, so not really a big thought, but sort of a Fun, interesting question instead of a big thought tonight. Okay. Okay, if you could take the, your knowledge of something and replace it with something else to the same level, what would it be? Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, like, when I was a kid, I became an expert at yo-yoing. Correct. Like, near pro level. Like, spent way too many hours yo-yoing for several years of my life. I could take that skill, sacrifice it, and replace it with, like, piano? Anything. Ooh. Oh, the fuck? This is epic. (sighs) And it has to be, like, when we're doing, like, equivalent exchange... Correct. So like whatever, I need to give up my video game skills for archery skills, and I'm a really good archer. Correct. But if I give up my cooking skills for like laundry skills, they're both just still going to be shitting. Correct. Okay. <sighs> so there's a part of you that wants to be the financial guy, right? And it's like just sacrifice the thing that you've wasted your life doing and just put it towards something else like golf or... or- programming or 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 like i'm a i'm a bank trader i'm like just really good at trading stocks now like i'm a day trader like fucking hell would that be worth it that's a really kind of an interesting philosophical thing right exactly right what are you willing to what are you willing to cut out of your life see i have an interesting like backup thing from like i guess a few people do though right like we're all gonna have probably that one thing that's a part of a ooh do we give up all of our memories like is it completely like is this like if I'm making a deal with like a g- evil genie, he takes all of the memories too. He takes like the whole essence of that from you. Yes, completely gone. 
So if I if I wanted to give up my yo-yoing, I give up all memories and the joy of yo-yoing. Like that's kind of the like I don't get to remember being good at yo-yoing. Correct. Right? So if you gave up your skateboarding, like your roller not skateboarding, but your rollerblading, you give up all the joy and the memories of oh man. But then you're the most badass at something modern. Wow, that's that's a good fucking question. Yeah, I'll even make it more interesting. You get the new memories of doing that other thing instead. Oh, and then that changes you. Because then those memories help affect who you were and the friends you had. That's like that's like a genie going, look, we can go back and change time, homie. And you don't have to pay any of the dues to, pay, to change the time. We'll just, I'll just we'll go back. We'll change the moment. I'll move you back to the future. Here you are. Fuck. Interesting. I would give up. I'm so I'm 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 mm. all of the things that I have are so precious to me. But there are certain things that I would want to be good at financially. I would sacrifice my If I could give up my yo-yoing to be financially stable, like a, a, I have the skill. Do I have the ability? Like, if I give up my my yo-yoing skills, am I now a good golfer? Like, do I have yeah, the ability? Yeah, yeah, to it's, it's equivalent. Whatever it was, say you ninety. If you were ninety fifth percentile yo-yo, you're going to be a ninety percentile right. period. Golf. A golfer, cook. Ooh, that's an interesting. You don't even have to go so dramatic, right? You could just kind of go small. Right. Something that you might have been kind of good at, and now you don't really just care just about that random anymore. Random knowledge you've collected that uh -huh. you don't really care about, but you can spit out like crazy. Oh, that'd be interesting. Because, like, but, for me, right? Right. I'm a sports dude. I love sports. Mm -hmm. I love them. But I know so much about so many sports I don't give a shit about. Like, I can talk tennis with you for an hour. And or I hate tennis. I or that tennis. you got into a sport, like you're really into like a specific college basketball team for a little bit, but then you move. You know, like from this you have memories from when you were a kid and then memories from when you were Hmm. It's not memories though. It's not what we're talking about. Skill. We're talking about skills. You, you can't give up your we're trading, you know, equivalency. So mm -hmm. I, mean, I would give up my yo yoing to be You know what? I'd probably give up my yo-yoing to be a great writer. Ah, fuck. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good one. Do you? Uh, let me think about it. Give me one of yours that you. What do you think? What would you do? It's um. There's. I don't know. That's like. The, what is the currency that you have that you think is even on the table? Well, I could give up what I do now for a living. Um, oh, I like that plan. I'll totally <laughs> fucking give up all of my skills in being able to run a fucking wire and put in a security panel just to be even a chef or a computer pro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would give up all that just to be the best cameraman in L.A. Yeah, okay, fuck yeah. I like your, your, your idea is way less philosophical and deadening to my 
psyche. <laughs> but see, I also thought about the other things too, like the just the ingrained knowledge that I have about certain things. Like, I mean, I used I used to bowl. Like, I used to be a really good bowler That's before true. I blew out my shoulders. One reason my shoulders right. all messed mm-hmm. up. Right. And I could talk to you like entry angles, frictions, board coverings, counts. board. Yeah, I mean, I oil thickness. I knew the minutia of that sport so well. That's because you're a nerd. I am. <laughs> that's that's not the point here. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like I Would yeah. you want to give that up though? You have a lot of memories from when you I were do. bowling. You I prob- do have a lot of memories. A lot well, of memories. But it's probably worth a lot too though. If, if like I could have that level of G. detail uh-huh. of something of anything else. I mean wow. It's high value. It's really high value. Um, it's weird to think about the value you've collected in your life for your RPG character in this game that we call life, right? Hmm. When you look back on them, you're like, that's a really weird skill that I acquired for three years. Like, what the fuck was I doing for those three years? Like, why did I just go balls over, head over heels? I mean, I've got six different bat, uh, shoes and four balls and... Yeah, it's weird that we can do that as humans. Yeah, right? uh, when I blew my shoulder, I was about a one ninety five average. Damn, my brother threw a three hundred. Nice. Yep. My dad threw a two ninety nine twice, and I think he quit playing. I think he quit bowling after the second one. <laughs> I think he was pretty upset. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, yeah, if I could trade that for something. I probably would. Oh, man. You know, part of me... Oh, man, I don't know. Part of me wants to be... I would even move on to give up some big sports for some other things. Like, no, well, not baseball. Basketball. I'd give, up, like, I'd give up all my knowledge about basketball to be to have that much knowledge about programming or, like, managing information systems or something. Like, you really enjoy the programming and information systems as much as you enjoy it that much? It's it's something if I knew better, I would really enjoy, and it's really lucrative. I'm just thinking right, there's more. a lot of things that's really lucrative, though. Right. Like, what if, like, like, let's just change the question up a little bit more. You, like, what do you wish you were when you grew up? I guess is kind of the question. Like if you could choose any of the careers now that you're an adult enough to go, oh, that's an option? My parents didn't tell me I could have been a stunt driver for obvious reasons, but they didn't <laughs> tell me that that was an, it is an actual, there is a career path to make you a stunt driver. There is a career path to being a camera guy in LA. There is a career path to being a farmer in Idaho. Like those are all true actual options that if you had chose the path soon enough with enough clarity and drive, you could have done. Which path do you wish you'd have chose? Oh, man. Not the one that you wish you would have had all the skills and ability. Like, you don't, I wish I could have been a pro football player, obviously, or whatever, right? But who you are, just in the, where you wish you were. I'm torn. I'm torn on this one. Because this is sort of the duality of Jacob coming through here. Because anyone who knows me knows I run on about two planes at all at the same time. Because part of me... Part of me would love to be that guy who's just running that huge, huge ranch. 
you know, 100,000 acres out in the middle of Wyoming that's all mine, thousands of cattle, fixing thousands fence. Thousands of acres. Yeah. Just, miles of fences. You know, being you that have, guy sleeping under the stars. Yeah, you don't see people for days because we're going out checking stars and Oh, yeah. Be, oh, pardon me. With you me. have a dog that's so loyal, he dies for you. You know, that kind of loyal dog, you know, that kind yeah. of. Yeah, part of me wants to be that. Part of me wants to be the guy out on Wall Street just making bank, you know, without going to jail. <laughs> Legally making bank. <laughs> you know, making. A real captain. I, I want to be the guy who turns down a $3 million off a $3 million a year offer because it's only half of what he's currently making. That's too small. If I was going to, if I wanted to be part of New York, I'd want to be one of the names, one of the players, you know, one of the big, if I was going to be that into the corporate side, I'd want to be one of the huge vampires of the game, I think. And part of me would just love to, I mean, I have very little idea how to do it but actually no no this is it this is it i would want to be a director yeah direct movies that's i love i would love it i would you would you'd be good at tv tv show maybe you should be the producer of a tv show Uh, producers don't do a whole lot they make all the decisions yeah, that's mostly directors and other people. Maybe for me for TV shows, but for movies, most most of the part producers are just title credits. Pretty sure Jerry Brockheimer does a lot of work on his production. I yeah, I think there's certain levels of producers, but I'm pretty right, sure. Right. Let's the see producers. the here there. It's yeah, that's it. That's it. If I could make the director, movies, or the producer, the guy who's making the mo- like making the decisions, making the movie. Yeah, but I would want I would want to be the director. I would want to be like making the shots and. Telling people where to put the cameras and yeah, just seeing it, feeling it. Oh, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. That'd be awesome. So, do you, <laughs> do you have a you have a recommends for us, Ryan? Mm-hmm. This week's a health one. Ooh. You know, in Francis light of Francis. my back being so hurt. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to really, really improve your life, very simply. This is like one of those, like, it can't be that simple to do this much good. But when you wake up, like literally when you wake up, you get out of bed. I mean, if you got to go pee, you go pee, right? But it literally needs to be like one of the first things you do. Drink at least six ounces of water. A small to medium-sized glass of water. Every morning. And see how much difference it makes. It just gets the whole system going. And I do believe that's probably likely because we've always, like, evolutionarily or in just history's past, it's traditional just to be thirsty. Like, water probably wasn't as easy to get. So you most likely drank, you know, a little bit of water when you woke up. I just, I I don't know, for for some reason the system seems to run better. So try that. Just drink a glass of water every morning before you do anything else. Before you take your shower, before you brush your teeth, before you take your crap, you know. It just activates. I don't know. It just sends a signal throughout the whole body like, okay, here we go. Gets everything lubed up. Gets everything working for the, you know, breakfast. And Anyway, that's it. That's the simple one this week. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And if you want to lose weight, eat a little more. I mean, not like more and more, but more often. 
it's it more the, often. Yes, it keeps the metabolism going. That's that's actually kind of what your water does when you drink it. Is it gets once you put something in your stomach, it activates the metabolism, and mm-hmm. so it starts running and churning and right, it's blood mm-hmm. flowing. The um the secret to the metabolism thing with the food is if you're only eating one or two meals a day or maybe you eat one big, big meal a day and then the next day you eat two small meals or you know a small meal and a big meal and you're real kind of unorganized and you're really kind of gorging yourself with one major meal a day, what you're doing, if you think about it to your body that has no real way to tell what's going on other than the food you're giving it, like if that's how it's going to base it, it's like what are we getting here? It thinks you're starving. It thinks there's just enough food and too much competition that you're just... All you can get at the short intervals that you can get it as, as much as you can get in your mouth as quickly as you can, right? Right. So your body thinks, oh, there's a shortage, shortage of food, so it tries to start storing all of the extra fat that it can. But on the other hand, if you're eating a handful of food, say, every hour, you know, you eat one good handful of you know, nuts or berries or whatever, and you keep doing that kind of stuff, your, your, your body thinks there's just so much food laying around that you can just pick it up off the ground and eat it. That it's like, dude, we got plenty of food. Let's turn the system into hyperdrive and start getting some work done. And that's why the metabolism picks up. So that's, yeah, that's why it's recommended. And that is definitely 42 science. That is not real science. I I wouldn't look that up. I wouldn't look that up. Well, if, if everything goes well this week will be my last week of physical therapy for my shoulder. So I should get back to the gym and start lifting and doing all that good stuff fun oh yeah except for i have to get up at five o'clock in the morning to make the gym before work which sucks at least the snow won't be there <laughs> yeah that's that's always a bummer that, that was the problem with the snow is i always felt bad because you know leaving it early in the morning you, you kind of gotta clear your driveway at five thirty in the morning and you know it's basically like your snowblower is basically like running a push behind lawnmower <laughs> Ugh. I guess it's one of those things here. I was like, "Yeah, it sucks," but we understand. You know, my neighbor has a gigantic Chevy F two fifty four by four. He doesn't have an issue, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he can go straight to hell. <laughs> you hear that, neighbor? You ever listen to this? Fuck you <laughs> and your truck. <sighs> I found something that reminded me of you. Oh yeah, what's up? Let's see how close I was. Are you a Marvel fan? Mm-hmm. I found the entire Marvel character hierarchy, starting with the most powerful and ending with the least. Most powerful Archangel? The one above all, also known as TOAA for short, the absolute origin of all things in the Marvel Omniverse. He is the original creator by which all things extend from. There are none above his linear infinite power. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He has only showed up a few times in comic history, most notably once to help Spider-Man, helping him down the correct path. Then number two is the Fulcrum, who is essentially the right-hand man and I guess the Jesus. You know, like He's pretty much the one above all, but he's the one that does stuff. And he runs a bar on the edge of the cosmic universe and makes the most awesome cocktails in existence. <laughs> Yeah, and then it just continues to go on down. You got uh, Tamont, the Dreaming Celestial, once a member of the Space Gods, known as the Celestials. 
You got the Beyonder, which was pre-retcon. The Molecule Man. These are some very old Marvel. Oh, old Marvel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Scathon, The Approver, The Living Tribunal, Protege, number eight, Mad Jim Jespers coming in at number nine, and then Franklin Richards coming in at ten, son of Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. Franklin is a highly... Yeah, I knew about him. He's crazy. That's okay, going just backtracking just slightly. That's another thing I would do if I could. I would just own a kick-ass bar. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, I was one of them badass like you see on like the YouTube commercials. No, I don't know. I don't want like a club. No, no, no. I meant like those like you've seen that new Guinness commercial where it's that your your local bar. You haven't seen it on YouTube? I haven't. Yeah, it starts off where they're going in and it has the the sound of a that that good kind of Irish pub, the laughing and the clinking of the drinks, and can I get two more? And ha ha ha! And then the girl, and she's like, "Ha, oh, you're sick!" And it's you know, and then it goes by the shuffleboard, and they're playing shuffle. He's like, "One more! Come on, one more!" And you hear the sound of the shuffleboards, and it's the bar is kind of empty, but it's kind of you know, every, as they walk around the bar, it, and the, I think the bartender is closing up, putting things up, and the, the sounds of the memories of the bar itself kind of come through, and that's the kind of bar. Well, actually, yeah, you'd run a bar like Max. Like Macanelli's. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And of lots of pillars. Could and you, like, imagine me being a bartender? How awesome of a bartender I'd be. You'd be great at it. Uh, just talking to people, giving mm-hmm. my sage advice mm-hmm. that I've yeah. earned through scars and scars of past girlfriends. And your tidbits of trivianology. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, dude, I just some random shit. Just stick around. Just, just stick around. You're going to learn some really weird shit. Just sit there. The regulars would just be like, every, it's just like a drinking game with you. <laughs> Jacob's like, let me tell you something. It's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should run a bar when you get older. You should retire to a bar. The old, uh, the old, the bar we went to in Stillwater. Uh, our bartender, uh, this one, one of our bartenders. Uh, she always used to do all of her work right beside me and my wife because she's she's like y'all always talk about the most interesting things, and to me it's just normal shit, but. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I always learn something every time y'all walk in. So that made me feel good. I was like, oh, okay, I could do this job. See, what I really want to do is I want to do, because I've been to a couple of them and I love them. I want to do, like, a great barcade. Ah, uh, yeah. Get the consoles in, have, you know, like, maybe do... um you do old arcades too? Old, new, the whole bit. Like Pac Man all the way up to like Xbox One console sitting it. Yeah. Like that kind of thing? Yeah, or just like the newest of the new you know, arcade games. Oh, okay. Yeah, stick into the arcade. That'd be cool. Or what you do you do, do is... where it's free? Um, uh... You pay like $15 for an all night pass to play games, and then you pay for your drinks? Well, wait, with the bar in. Tulsa did is you got two tokens a drink if you wanted to play for free. Nice. Or four tokens a drink. It was, it was, it was, and, and most of their games were a token apiece. Right, 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 right. So we would, we had God, we had hundreds of tokens. Because we went I went, because what, what we used to do is where I worked and my wife worked were sort of on the opposite sides of Tulsa and downtown was in the middle. Mm-hmm. So when I was working at home I call it a three, like three thirty-four on a Friday, 
and go straight to the max, which is it's the like, barcade. I'm out. Oh. And like after a while, they didn't care. Like I was, we were getting like ten tokens, a drink, and we'd be there for an hour or two. Then we'd go eat dinner, you know. Right. And we would have. We would walk out. There were like 50, 60 tokens. Uh, we had we had hundreds of tokens by the time we left Tulsa. I hope you returned those before you left Tulsa. <laughs> Some of them. You're an ass. You're a dick. You have to pay for those. <laughs> Ugh. Good times. Good times. Good times. They have something kind of like that down here, but instead down here they went with a different model where you pay a $15 membership fee, which is either monthly, but that's recurring, or once each time you go you can just pay $15 for that night, right? Right. I think the monthly is 30 so if you go more than twice, then it pays for itself. But it's BYOB. Oh. So you bring your own. Okay, then that's drink. not so bad then. I was like, man, if they're doing 15 bucks to get in the door and then charging you for drinks, that's nope. pretty steep. It's BYOB because it's a private club because you're paying for a membership. Mm-hmm. And all the games are free. Nice. Just go in and play. Just it's just Once you're in the door, you just go play. And they've got an unbelievable collection. They've got games that seem to be running on four bit that I didn't even realize were games. They're just like, like four like white lines and like a <laughs> green laser and these little blue dots that go by. And I'm like, I don't even understand what's going on in that game. All the way up to mm, Area 51. Oh, so like early 90s kind of. Is oh, where it stopped. okay. So interesting. Yeah, they got like Gauntlet Legends. Oh god. And if you know anything about Gauntlet Legends, what's cool about that game is that you could you could have a save file on the game. Mm-hmm. And because of that, since it's an arcade, you can go up there and start at a Gauntlet game and then actually go all the way to level 100 and beat it. Cuz you can just keep going every week and keep playing cuz your save character is still there. It's it's pretty cool. I have spent so many hours like in 64 Gauntlet. Gauntlet Legacy. Oh man. That's the one me and you played. Oh god. So much time. Me and you beat it. Did we? Yeah. Uh-huh. We got all the runes and put them together and fought the big dragon that comes out of the middle circle. Oh, that's right. He's not really did. a dragon. He's kind of like a genie looking thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We fucked yeah. him up. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I remember. So here, here's maybe the last question for the night because thinking about this. If you have, okay, the definitive ranking of consoles... PCs not you know excluded. Definitive rank. Period. All of the consoles get to be thrown in this. All of them. Okay, we're it's gonna start. Game Boys, Game Gears, Segas, Nintendos. So Nintendo sixty four. Is it Nintendo sixty four then PlayStation or is it Nintendo sixty four then Super NES? I'd probably have to go 64 into PlayStation. Well, greatest consoles. We're not talking to. We're actually talking about the console itself. So I'd probably go N64, PlayStation 2. Super NES. Xbox? 1 or 360? One. One was better than 360 in my opinion. Well, 
No, the 360. Yeah, 360. Wait, there was an original Xbox too, wasn't there? There was just an Xbox. There was the original Xbox, the big black one with the controller that would murder people. Right. Is it that one? Is that one better than the 360? I don't think so, but... I think it's the 360 then? That's probably the top five then, right? Yeah. What do you think? How do you have it? I know you have Genesis in there. I do. Um... That's the only difference, though, right? In 64. Um, I was not a big fan of the PlayStation 2, but I got to go PlayStation 2. 3. I have to. 3 is probably the SNES. Mm-hmm. Or Genesis, depending on your camp. Oh, man. Well, we'll, we'll just put SNES Genesis at 3. We'll make them a tie. Cop out. Cop out. Cop out. Then you, gotta, you have to have the NES. You're just trying to avoid the wrath of the internet. Um, <laughs> I love the Genesis. Everyone on the internet hates the Genesis. I love it. I know. Skull, y'all guys can go straight to hell. I don't care. <laughs> Give me a Genesis over a SNES every single day of the week. Fuck <sighs> y'all. Okay, so what's number four then? Uh, number four, it's got to be the NES, right? Just talking greatest games of all, greatest game systems, the NES. The original Nintendo Entertainment? The original NES, yeah. You know, Mario 1, Mario 3, uh, all those great games. And number five, I don't know if I want to go next gen or not. I'm trying to think. Mm. You mean the newest gen? Well, Wait, are the 360 early? up. Oh. I do love the 360. I think it's a great console. Mm. Sure, we'll go with the 360. Yeah, I think the 360. Go ahead and get top five. If y'all have a different opinion, though, go ahead and send your uh, responses to us at Twitter or at the email. Yes, the email is... Both of them are 42 uh, podcast. Right. It's F-O-R-T-Y, the numeral two, podcast.com. Yeah, the more I the more I look at our URLs for things, I'm like, oh, that was a bad idea. Why the forty? And yeah, because I couldn't. I mean, forty two just the two numerals was taken. Sure. And you think yeah. it should have been spelled out forty two? Maybe I don't know. That was just a. We bad can change thing. it. We're not too far in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll be fine. People figure it out. It doesn't matter. It's the internet. They I didn't notice that it was a big deal until I had to explain it. Yeah, and I, I realized right? that every time you tell somebody, you have to tell them that because they're not going to remember. And they probably won't remember anyway. It's like if they go to send us an email, they're not going to remember to go F O R T Y number two. You know, it just that sound, it's too. It's too, that cumbersome. Is a little too much, but maybe we can look into changing that a little bit. But I like incorporating the 42 and the. I don't know. That just means so much to us for so long. Yeah, well, if I could. I could get the 42 podcast because 42 podcast with two numerals is actually taken. Oh, yeah. Is it an, is it an active podcast or just somebody just buy it? Uh, I wonder what 42, like how much that one's worth. Just 42.com. I think it's like a soccer website. That definitely looks Pediatric like Pediatric Specialist Doctor of Rural Small Hospital. Okay. Sure. Let's see. Sports medicine, yeah. Crazy balls. I wonder why he took podcast. Ha 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 ha. 
www.42.com. A couple of days ago, when my math teacher asked any questions, I asked, what is the meaning of life? She replied, the meaning of life is math. Today's, today we realize that in the alphabet, M is 13, A is the first letter, T is the 20th letter, H is the 8th letter. Which is, if you add those up, 13 plus 1 plus 20 plus 8 equals 42. 42. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we should just rebrain entirely and think of something else. <laughs> Pass. I don't think that would be. <laughs> we already have a logo. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't think that would work. We're going to call a, it? Yeah, I think We're so. We're going to wildcard this motherfucker. We've had a good run. I'm sorry okay. to run out of steam. I think next week we might have a special guest. Your friend and mine, Mr. John Steele. Awesome dude. You'll know. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know him. Well, he's cool. my friend and yours. But he's, a, he's our collective friend because he wants to come on the podcast. I love him. He's a good <laughs> friend. Yay. And if you want to come on the podcast, just let us know. And we will probably let you on because we probably. don't give a shit. <laughs> we yeah, really especially don't. on a Skype conversation that Jacob's controlling. He could just hug the motherfucker up. <laughs> be like, well, that was a bad plan. And then we could talk shit Sorry, about Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again, one and all, for coming down to 42. Bye.